5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are going to close out the week with uh, another covenant, and uh, this one's probably the most well-known of covenants. Um, When you think about the covenants of of the scriptures, yes, even the the Noah one yesterday with the rainbow, and everybody kind of remembers that, but they don't always remember it's a covenant. But here is Abraham. Now, God comes to Abraham and calls him to go to a land that he doesn't even know yet, right? Doesn't know where he's going, but he says, you're going to go, and Abraham goes. And that's some trust already right there. But then and through the process, what we find in, the, um, in Abraham's covenant is, and this is found in, in Genesis 12, Genesis 15, and Genesis 17. So you'll find kind of three uh, different pieces to the covenant that God is making with Abraham. So what does he come? He comes to Abraham. He says to Abraham, you're going to have a huge family. You're going to inherit land, and you are going to be a blessing. And so that's kind of the way that you can break down the covenant of, of Abraham. Three things. Offspring, right? You're going to have lots of kids and family. Then you're going to have lots of land, and then you're going to have a be a universal blessing to the people around you, not just your people, right? And this is this is the reason why we use a word like universal because it says all nations will be blessed because of you. So it's not just the Jews, it's not just, you know, as we'll find the people of Israel, that'll kind of come later on, but, um, but Abraham, Abraham, it's out of this family, out of these descendants, those three things, offspring, land, and that be a universal blessing. And so what does this look like? So I'm going to take you to um, Genesis 15. So I gave you the three places, 12, 15, and 17. But I want to take you to, to 15 because here is one of those parts that the covenant that God kind of makes a, a little bit more of the ritual, a little bit more of the kind of the ceremony. So verse 9 in ver, uh, chapter 15, the Lord told him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, and a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So Abraham presented all these to him and killed them. Then he cut each animal down the middle and laid the halves side by side. He did not, however, cut the birds in half. Some vultures swooped down to eat the carcasses, but Abraham chased them away. As the sun was going down, Abraham fell into a deep sleep, and a terrifying darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to Abraham, You can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land, Well, they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. I will punish that nation that enslaves them. And in the end, they will come away with great wealth. As for you, you will die in peace and be buried at a ripe old age. After four generations, your descendants will return to this land, for the sins of the Amorites do not yet warrant their destruction. After the sun went down and darkness fell, Abraham saw a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between the halves of the carcasses. So the Lord made a covenant with Abraham that day and said, I have given this land to your descendants all the way down from the border of Egypt to the great Euphrates River. 
and the land now occupied by the Canaanites, Kenzizites, you know, Hizzites, Pezites, Pharisees, you know, all of those ites. And uh, that's kind of how it closes out. Now, as I mentioned to you before with this ceremony, is that it, it was, and it's not exactly spelled out there. It's not like, well, why do they cut the, you know, cut them in half? And and that's really kind of the 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 signal, the you know, kind of the ceremony that says, you know, just if if we break this, then then let it be so with me, right? So if I break this this uh, this one, then uh, <laughs> then may I be cut in half. Now that's a that's an oath. That's a covenant, and they're making it, and they're saying we don't want this to be broken, and that's a big piece and a big part of that. And so I think that as we're going through and we're talking about uh, this covenant with Abraham, this piece is really big. Now, part of the covenant, yes, as we um, look at, there's there seems to be. Much of this is like much of what God's going to do. And this is going to be big because we're going to move, you know, next week we're going to talk about the Mosaic Covenant. And and this is going to be a little bit different. But here is like, this is all mo- like God's work, right? He's saying, remember the three things, offspring, land, and a universal blessing. Like God's saying, this is what I'm going to do through you. You're going to have offspring, you're going to have land, and you're going to be a blessing. And there's not a whole lot of stipulations on the other side, except for Genesis chapter 17. And I'm going to take you there real quick. And verse 9 says, Then the God said to Abraham, Your responsibility is to obey the terms of the covenant. You and all your descendants have this continual responsibility. This is the covenant that you and your descendants must keep. Each male among you must be circumcised. You must cut off the flesh of the foreskin as a sign of the covenant between me and you. From generation to generation, every male child must be circumcised on the eighth day after his birth. So here's a little bit of a sign, right? Here's a little bit of a piece that sets them apart. And that's ultimately the reason why God is doing this right here, because he wants them to be set apart. Now, holy means set apart, right? And if they're going to be holy just as God is holy, then they have to be set apart. Now, we can always argue now kind of the the efficacy of circumcision and say, well, was it really good for them to be able to do that? And, and yeah, like there's all of that. But God, you know, talks about it in the New Testament, and he takes away that requirement later. Right now... This is the symbol, and this is the sign for uh, what's happening in the, uh, the, the covenant with Abraham. And so that's kind of the sign and the peace. So what happens with uh, you know, the women that are part of this? Well, we know that this is, yes, a male-dominated you know, section of, of the scriptures, and uh, it's very patriarchal. So how do women get to be a part of this covenant? Well, through their fathers. Right, their fathers also bring the girls in, and even though there is no circumcision in place, they still would dedicate them to be a part of the family. So women are not left out of this. They're not left out of the covenant. They're not left out of God's faithfulness. 
this is still them being a part of it. So that's kind of the, you know, so if you want to take a look at today, you know, going through that whole Abraham covenant, look at Genesis 12, 15, and 17, and you'll kind of see that there's going to be, this is mostly all placed on God, but there's a little bit of a stipulation with the people like Abraham that he's going to walk blamelessly, he's going to try to be upright and just. And so think about those, you know, that that it's mostly, this is, you know, and this is going to be important for us to remember next week when we talk about the Mosaic Covenant. Keep that in mind, and we will get to it on Monday. All right, until then, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.